0: You are listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. If it's erev Shabbos Kodesh, this must be rischa doraiso. I'm here with Rav Yosef Gafriel Rav Yosef. Let's talk about the two great pillars of teira and mada two great institutions that yeshiva Light have exited from Bnei Teiru, who are also given a secular education that they can contribute to the world, not only as Rabonim, but as wonderful Balabatim. Now, I'm going to knock off um, Turo. We'll talk about that in a, in a way as well. Let's talk about the two great institutions that we are both so familiar with. We both worked really for them. Uh, You've worked for both. Uh, I've sort of been flitting around. i worked for one completely, and the other I think I've been involved with uh, nominally, but I definitely have paid. I've given them a lot of money. That's, of course, uh, Yeshiva University and the Hebrew Theological College. Um, Hebrew Theological College is, if you go on their website, they are, I guess, rightly celebrating their 100th anniversary uh let's, leave, let's talk about them second, because we have such f- warm and fond things to say about our sojourn in HTC and where it is now, the trajectory of that very important uh, school. Let's start with a little bit of what's been happening with that other great bastion, uh, Yeshiva University, which I guess started as Yeshiva College,
1: and then became Yeshiva University. Um, started sort of uh, as and then yeshivas was Rabbein after khanan
0: right and, Yes, i i right, right. that of course had to do with the fact that that was the year that the great Goin of kovna rabitskal Khan inspector passed away and that was a goof of course that people forget and that has to do with prehim berlin as well that yeshivas were named after Gedele israel uh, who were niftar to be making base medershal but the yeshivas themselves of course had very little to do with with that name, although they probably tried to pick uh, an illustrious one. So yes, Yeshivas Rabbeinu Yitzchak el Uh Derech Agav, I should say, they have, um, YU uh, gave a lot of funding to republish some of Rabbi Yitzchak forum. So I know the Bare Yitzchak was republished with funds from YU. I don't know if the Ain Yitzchak was that way, but we know what these institutions are. We're going to call them YU and HTC. So why don't you talk about what's been happening in YU this week? The very uh, important news that came out of uh judge cutler's court
1: uh created a great tumult in uh the world of Yoshi University, which I should say uh over the years has become more and more um uh, narrow. I don't think that outside the world of U University people even this even registered what happened there this week but um obviously this is a big thing that the the judge cutler um no as far as you know no relation to her barn. Uh, the, the, but an alumnus of Turo College ruled that YU has to provide the same type of uh, status funding uh, space for the LGBTQ club as it provides any other club in Yeshiva University. And this means that not just in uh, Cardozo or what uh, other satellite schools, but even in the midst of Stern College and Yeshiva College, they, has to, they have to provide the space and the resources for this club. And um, now this,
0: is, this was a suit that was filed a number of years ago, I believe. Ago. It was a t- number of years. Two years is a number. And it's now come to the PSOC, especially in... And it's, I guess, very important that it's not only in, you know, during this new era, this more open era, especially during Pride Month, I guess it was hailed as a great victory that... In Pride Month, they are now going, the LGBTQ students, T, students, are now going to be able to have their club, their space, and are able to be not shunned and be just as as important as any of the other clubs there and other, I guess, <laughs> the other, whatever, what other clubs they have over there, by the way, besides the, oh, they, they have the Chess Club. They have clubs. Yeah,
1: they probably have a Must medium Club. Who knows? I don't know.
0: Yeah, and that's probably yeah a film club, a chess club, right? So, yeah, and yeah, it's a Hasidim club, right? They're probably so now. The LGBTQT can also have their own space and a water cooler and whatever it is, free pizza on Thursday nights, whatever, whatever the others get. But of course, it's more than just the fact that they have that room, right? It now means that they that this is not just something that we know exists and they're closing their eyes for it's now an official. Part of Yeshiva College, right? Or Yeshiva University? Yeah. And, and now, now, so what? Is, so you're not shocked that of this ruling, are you?
1: No, no. But as uh, our some listeners may know, this is something that Rabbi Soloveitchik warned in back in 1970 would happen someday, and uh, you know, the happy, He warned Rabbi Dr. Belkin. And Dr. Belkin t- took the move to uh, make YU a non-sectarian institution, that uh, who, someday this would have a negative repercussions. I'm sure there have been other negative repercussions over the years, but this is one of, one of the more blatant ones that uh, now a, a club in Yishim University does not have to be, can represent something which is in the Torah regards as an Avera. That, of course, this would mean you could pro- you could be able to have Mechale Shabbos clubs or okay trefus clubs or any other type of club which makes any type of Avera, uh, uh, um, uh, it's raison d'etre. And since it's a non sectarian school, they would have to be forced support, to support and allocate funding for the club.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I really love this source that you sent me. And you know how much I love uh, channeling people. And I can't do rev Salvatric's accent because it's so difficult because it, it had, it had a, a real European tilt to it, along with the incredible... Um, you know, use of the English language. So I'm not going to try to um, to, uh, to imitate him, but I'd, I'd like to take a you
1: shot. Nevertheless,
0: I see them, and I am afraid. The uniqueness of the yeshiva was that it combined the modern college education with the traditional yeshiva training. This is how it's going to remain, Rev. Salvejic. That's Dr. Belkin. As long as Dr. Belkin is president, I'm certain that the character of the institution will not be changed, no matter how great the pressure. However, let Dr. Belkin, forgive me. I remember a syllogism from Greek logic all men are mortal. Socrates is a man. And therefore, Socrates is mortal. I'm concerned who will succeed, Dr. Belkin. With Dr. Belkin as president, I would shoot for the stars. With his successor, I wouldn't even start out for the moon. The students want to pick, wanted to pick it today, but I asked them not to. Okay, let me go off character. It seems like, as you've informed me, the, the changing of the charter to become a school that was technically uh, non-sectarian in order to be registered that way, people knew about it, and there were protests that were building. And um, (laughs) clearly the students understood that they wanted to retain, although they knew it would become smaller and they knew that perhaps funding would be limited, they were fighting for the institution that they loved and were part of. So back to the story. A voice from the audience said that there were 200 students outside picketing. The Rove responded, but there would have been 500 if I had not stopped them. They are the finest bunch of boys and girls who I've met in 40 or 50 years. He said this in 1970, by the way. So this is quite a compliment. They are sensitive, intelligent, committed, and ready to give of themselves. I have the opportunity to speak to you and to express my anxieties. They have no opportunity to express theirs. I identify with them. I've given 29 years of my life to yeshiva. I don't want to see everything that has been achieved during that time destroyed by the brutal hand of Albany. Dr. Belkin has fought as president of this university for 27 years. I cannot see the brilliant star that is all his accomplishments extinguished. I appeal to our great reader, Dr. Belkin, All we want is for the identity of the yeshiva to be retained. I appeal to the trustees not to believe any lawyer, not to believe any publicity man. This is our second and final chance. The challenges to all that yeshiva stands for must be met. I will find it difficult to continue my association with an institution that is not a Torah institution. Okay, do you think I'm gonna get the job as when they do the rove's life? Maybe I can get their job mm-hmm. as the
1: Well it was okay.
0: <laughs> a little bit hammy. But anyway, the point though is you know what I you know what you gotta be tall and thin to do the rove. You have to yeah. you have to have height and you have to when you're when you're squat and fat like we are, it's hard to 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 channel the rove. You know, you really have to have the body style. Yeah. And but anyway, I, I think I captured a little bit of what he was saying. Now what's interesting is that even though Belkin Understood how important Rav Salvatric was to him. This was a, a patchin to Belkin, right? I mean, he was basically telling him that that this you should stop this, and it has to stop. Because he is afraid, and now you are saying, Rabbi Yosef, I think quite precedently, that 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 from in his oil meemis and his in his incredible ganedin for all the that Rav Salvechik is and continues to have svasa Right now, he, he's seeing the kium, as you are saying of his fear that because, it's only because the institution is has become sort of a, a branch of Yeshiva University as opposed, as you said before in a previous conversation with me, it, it, identical with Yeshiva University, it's only now that all these things are coming and the floodgates have just opened, correct? Because this is going to have a trickle-down effect. Even Dr. Michael Broyd um, wrote an article about this in the YU Commentator. Uh, you can catch Rabbi Broyd on a number of uh, uh, episodes on our platform, um, most recently speaking about how to craft uh, abortion legislation in the United States, a very wonderful conversation I had with them last week. Anyway, while I'm plugging things, uh, I should plug for our listeners, if you can, there's going to be a very special um, Goonic Literature uh, Recovering Lost Gems program this Sunday night, which of course, when most of you hear this, it might already be too late. But I will I will ask Rabbi Bechhofer to post a link where Rabbi Bechhofer will be uh, issuing a rejoinder to my lecture last week on the rugged shover, uh, a, rejo- a, r- a rugged shover rejoinder.
1: Ashrama, not a rejoinder.
0: Yes, yes, but I, you know it's always better if it's a if it's a if it's a rejoinder. So Rabbi Berchaper is going to be featured in many ways here on this great platform, not only in de D'raisa but also giving a shir. And I know for sure you're going to uh, cannibalize it and put it on all of your uh, blogs as well, because I know it's going to be great. Right. We
1: cannibal this. absolutely.
0: That's going to be on Sunday. Of course, cannibalizing is probably the wrong term to use because uh, you know, you're not going to be eating human flesh. But uh, you could, you know, if you're thinking about eating any sort of flesh, the flesh that you should be eating is the, <laughs> A, the flesh that comes from the behemoth uh, that come from all over the world into this spot that I'm speaking to you from, the uh, headquarters of, worldwide headquarters of Abel and Hyman, where you can get the most incredible processed foods, processed minimally, but perfectly. And I can tell you as the mashkiach that I see the, the quality that comes in. And once again, I think that we have a mitzvah really in this tkufa to be machasik these Yiddish businesses in these very difficult times, especially as they're, they're trying doubly hard uh, to keep the prices in line. For you to be able to enjoy the top, top quality products, the succulent meats that give you the takhlas akastras, the atam, that goes all the way from whether it's patties to uh, beef fry to any sorts of pastrami and roast beef plates, different sorts of hot dogs of all different types, and of course, the award winning sausages. That is something which, again, maybe you could even get a cannibal to swear off human flesh after that point considering the quality of the meat that we have here okay yes so back to yes rabbi broyd's uh actually predicted this was going to happen let's give rob let's give rabbi broyd a credit for in that article that he wrote in the commentator uh that yes things are going to go bad and he actually said that these type of this type of progression is not surprising and he he sort of predicted there was going to be a loss in this case, uh, he was abhorred by what is occurring, and he actually, uh, as usual, Michael is, is 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 apt to suggest things that are out of the box. And here he said, maybe we could actually do what Rev. had wanted to turn back the clock and actually either fashion why you could fashion itself as a non what is what's the term a a religious institution like Oral Roberts like Oral Roberts College. Um, that it isn't just a a secular college that uh, is bound by those rules. Um, Now, I don't know how much funding they would lose, uh, probably a a huge amount, and that might mean... They
1: would have to jettison their affiliates, yeah, that's true.
0: Right, it's possible they would have to disconnect, possible some of the FAFSA grants and other things might also uh, not be able to roll in with the frequency that they roll in. Um, the types of tuitions and things that they are bringing in, um, yeah. But it, it might be getting smaller. It will at least retain the identity. I think both of us, especially you, you had a an intense relationship with, of course, the uh, high school there. But we go into the base medrash there. It's beautiful compared to what things were like when 40, 50 years ago. When I first became familiar with YU, there's a kol taira, There's there's talmid it, it isn't just rabbeim anymore. Um, who were who are the like the, the, the Maichicher or Ravok or Ravkahana or, or Pelayov, you have actually in the base medrash itself, you can hear a, a Gishmaka Koltairo. and it's wonderful.
1: Listen, listen I've, I have said many times, not on this program, but I will repeat it here, that Bayou is a secular university which happens to have an outstanding yeshiva on campus.
0: Yeah and and, and the proof is in the pudding. people vote with their feet. And you can see that the, again, I am personally very close with a number of the Rosh Yeshivas there, Rabbi Adler, Rabbi Shulman, Rabbi Hirsch, these are people that I went to Yeshiva with, people I studied with, I, I and, and, and Rabbi Herschel Schechter I hold is one of the greatest, uh, uh, he's an Onov and a Plesik, and he's an Odom Godel to have a wonderful, you can have a wonderful Kesher with. Um, a Bakr who goes, I'd be very happy to bring into my family as a son-in-law, a Y.U. Uh, Talmud. And you, of course, not only have a Y.U. Talmud as your son-in-law, but someone who was a shayal meish there and is a proud product of Yeshiva University. My daughter, of course, is a Stern graduate. So we, you know, we, despite our, you know, our elitist attitude, we can't say negative things about the quality of, of, of the instruction in the Yeshiva. I recently was there when I spoke about Ravnota and I want to tell you the the covid that there uh, that the Bokhram showed and I thought was 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 a marvelous thing and it would I don't know if this is endangering the like the Rav said but I think because it's only going to get worse in this in this uh, in this climate Michael Broyd had another interesting suggestion though and that was that this was uh, a filing that was done in the state of New York Maybe it's possible the yeshiva could sort of like pick itself up and move to a different state where perhaps things aren't as liberal and they might be able there to sort of refashion themselves in a better way. I know you thought that was something that was pretty strange, right?
1: I yeah, I don't think they, First of all, I don't think they can afford to do that because the, 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 the buildings they would sell in, in, in the Mawashanites would not give them enough money to build some campus somewhere else. And maybe they could buy a campus. If some college which went out of out of um, out of uh, business, but you know, th- there's a lot of history invested there. It's not so partial to leave the building where the matriarch lay the cornerstone. where Shimon was taught the, uh, was there for the Hanukkah bias where Moshe Salvechik taught there. Rav taught there. Like Rob said, he sees ghosts.
0: Okay. It's but, not so okay. okay let me know. respond. We know that Sura and Pumpadisa also, even though Sura originally was built with with offer according to Ravshri Ragon from the Base Hamikdosh itself, that they took offer and they put it into the bricks of Surah. They moved from Surah. They ended up in Baghdad. Uh, political um, expediencies are, and, and 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 economic realities, the shifts of population. I happen to think that the uh having forcing these kids, and I know because I had to take my daughter of course to Stern, which was in Midtown, and when she had to go to YU, and when I had to, the both of us in, as, as in our roles as Dayonim in the Besden of America have to go up there, you went there every day, it's a pain in the neck to have to go there. And even though the, the buildings are austere and, and maybe even perhaps aesthetically pleasing and nice, it isn't a Myla when a student is thinking about, hmm, where would I like to be, uh, to be in, in, the, in Washington Heights? It's, it's an area that's crowded, you, it, it's difficult, uh, to, uh, almost impossible to park, and the idea of a university, the way it was in Cambridge, the way it is, you know, the, the old idea, even in Harvard and these other places, uh, even Cain University, which is here in Elizabeth, has a beautiful campus, and we know that Adira Tzorah uh, is, is Mitzamtsin. Uh, to, to have the Archavah adas in a new place, I think they would be able to attract more students and even you know people who, who when they come to YU and say, oh, well, I guess I have to go here because I want to be from. Oh, there's, there's people on the fence that I think would be much more eager to go to a, a, a campus that was more hospitable to uh, coming there, parking, lawns, gardens, uh, waterfalls, perhaps, that you're not going to get in YU. in <laughs> YU, the waterfall is going to take you into the into the river and you're going to swim with the fishes there with all the other mafiosi that are buried in cement um uh shoes there on the bottom so i i i, I think you're right you have to think out of the box i think i think broide has got something as far as that goes where it would well again should it does it have to be in the east coast does it have to be in this megapolis area Look, Jer- Jersey has been the beneficiary. Uh, Jersey and, and Rockland County, where you are, has been the beneficiary of an exodus from the city for years. Why can't the yeshiva relocate? Um, yeah, I think that would be something that would be a mile. Look, bringing YU closer to Lakewood is, I think, is... Even well,
1: cool. if they move, they still have to redo the charter, right? Because they have to charter a different state. And certainly the same, same problem would arise unless they, mm-hmm. unless they be chartered. So, moving is, I don't say moving would be more than just a stopgap measure, which would bring its own problems.
0: Yeah, well, could, you know, look. mind, also,
1: there's Cardozo and Wurzweiler and Stern and all these things. They're all in New York. What are they going to charter in two states now? New Jersey, you New know, York. Like okay,
0: conflict. look. Aren't the heart and soul of what makes the Yeshiva Yeshiva?
1: Right, but they, they can jettison them and they're just uh, doing the, the same thing. About a time they please, the money making institutions, and perhaps there was still some when they were found, there was perhaps there was still some uh prejudice against the Jewish orthodox Jewish students in uh, in uh other graduate schools. But nowadays, there's no raison d'etre for them intrinsically, Except, And if they're not making money for YU, they should get rid of them, just so like they got rid of the, med- rid of the medical school.
0: Well, again, I think there's probably another voice here, which I'm not going to you know, open up. I, I can advocate for it. I, you could probably do a better job than me, but, you know, that maybe, okay, it's Fair. Okay, look, you know, hold your nose and walk by the room. You know what's going on in the belt anyway. Don't make such a big rush. Just live and let live. Uh, perhaps, you know, what other encroachments are going to happen? We know that that it is- Well,
1: the Okeech okay, Reifers Club, and the Mahal Shabbos Club, the Cook, right. right. what, what, what the Club. What other ones? I, I think what the Coforby like, Club might be an... Club.
0: I would like to hear the Coforby Baker Club. That would probably be an interesting club to hear about what their tightness are. Yeah, the fact... talked about moving... Let's talk about a, a place that did move. They moved from Douglas Boulevard in downtown Chicago. in I guess it was... Was it the early 1960s or late 1950s? Somebody will, will uh, I'm sure... Uh, from our listeners, uh, correct me on that, but they moved to a, the a, 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 what?
1: I it think it was still in the 50s.
0: Yeah, they moved to an incredible, 50s. an incredible expanse of land in uh, north, the north side of Chicago, right at the edge of a very Jewish suburb called Skokie. And it was there that a huge piece of land was bought, uh, a, a giant square block I don't know, if a couple of acres, and that was going to be the, the headquarters of a elementary school, a boys' school, a girls' school, a high school, a yeshiva gedola, a college, Mfueris, the Hebrew Theological College, uh, which most people referred to, I think, colloquially, because of that move, as the Skokie, that Ravachan uh, and um Wrote so famously against it was uh, they, they they did a lot. In worse terms.
1: than Yitzchok Worse huh? than Yitzchok
0: Yes, yes.
1: It's it's said they said they should get to the end of and certainly not for that school in Chicago. Right, right.
0: Rav El-Khanen felt this; they had already devolved even even worse, despite the fact that they had uh, Rav Korb and Rav Mendel Kaplan and other uh, rabbonim and rishishevis. only there for a very short amount
1: of time. A lot of people passed through there as a revolving door. Doug Lichertz is also there for a couple of years. But, um, uh, you know, I, I think that the Skokie is one of the great failures of the yeshiva world, right? if one could call it part of the yeshiva world. It's, uh, 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 nobody today, I think, remembers anything about it. I think mostly it would be hard-pressed to recall a single Rosh Yeshiva there. You know, out, uh, at least in YU, people know about the Rav, people know about Rosh Hashem Shechter, who would who, who call any Rosh Yeshiva of, uh, of uh, Skokie.
0: Well, I'm, I know I'm, you, I'm, you, I'm, 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 you. I know you would
1: argue with Moshe but most people not associate Moshe Herschler with Skokie Shiva.
0: Okay, I actually again, I I have a lot of fond memories mixed in with a lot of the pain of my association with Skokie Shiva. My connection to Moshe Hirschler was an extremely fruitful one for me. Not necessarily financially, it didn't get me anywhere, but it got me a wealth of Udeus and Tamira tamidach Um Rav Aran, who of course was a Rosh Hashiva and it was <laughs> forced out in the most, one of the most despicable showings of B'zoyoyinus uh, HaTayra that probably the 20th century had uh, that happened by Rav Aaron. Um, and there's no question about it that Rav Aaron uh, took the scars of that experience with him to Brisk, of course, where you saw Rav Aran much more often. Uh, but yeah, Rav R- R- Chaim Zimmerman, who uh, the, the, we, t- we talked about the ragged Shover in our commercial before. I guess Rokhaim Sim was probably the closest uh, to a sort of a ragged Shover type personality that, that we could have remembered um, in, in our door. Well, again,
1: Rokhaim Sim is not one of the major figures in, in uh, yeshiva history, but certainly he would not be called remembered for being a Skokie. You remember for being an Eretz so.
0: Well, he he got enough money from Skokie to be the the Magid Shir and the Rosh Hashiva there. We also have, of course, uh, uh, the the Rav Mordechai Rogov, who was a Talmud Chochem Muflog, an an incredible Lamden. The Tells Bachem, including my brother, who was part of the original Sniff Hevra, who opened up Chicago Tells, would take weekly trips to speak to Rav Rogov and learning um, and these rabbeim were, I think, a I also want to mention that if you go to the HTC website and they're celebrating their hundredth year, the poster person, the, the the main picture, has someone who was very close to both of us, someone that I considered a mentor and a dear, dear friend, uh, a Talmud chacham who svarim. Um, maybe you know, I, I think can take their place even next to the big deshesh in significance, and that is of course Rabbi Yitzchak Sender, who really. Uh, was a, a wonderful a, person. I would wonderful. say if you're talking about the ultimate Skokie product, you have Rabbi Sak Sender who starts off as a Chicago boy, who goes into school there, uh and, and pitches baseball and everything else and and develops into a world class Talmud and Onof Shein Kamoyu, uh really. I think both of us will say that he was a tremendous brocha. Did anyone give us more chizuk and personal good advice than Rav Sender when we were there, right? S- he was
1: one of the saving graces of the institution, obviously. But like almost the saving graces eventually they got rid of him too.
0: Yes, of so, course, uh, which is good. Look, we, as as, as our good friend Harry Merilis has pointed out in a number of his Famuna blogs, both of us were basically, you know, cut, forced out, um, uh, of, of any possibility of doing anything there, uh, but uh, again, our uh,
1: you know. I want to focus on, uh, Let's focus on uh, the, the figures who really unwittingly. I don't hold. I don't hold them responsible for it, but unwittingly destroyed Judaism west of the Mississippi, which are Saul Silver and Chaim David Regensburg. because Rabbi Saul Silver Chaim, Dove, and Chaim David Regensburg were the ones who gave the Gushpanka to the traditional movement. And they're the ones who decided we're going to send our musmachim into shuls, even where there are mechitzas, to let them take them out, like in Denver, and so into places where there are no mechitzas. And this was the this is HDC alternative, and it's a, it's a failing and horrible alternative to the Young Israel movement. I, I see that it's the, the traditional synagogue was one Aitzah, the Young Israel movement was the other Aitzah, and you see how the Young Israel movement they kept the machitzah they kept the, 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 the basic uh, you know, surah of a shul come hell or high water. And Baruch Hashem, were the young Yisrael, Yadus was successful.
0: I'm not, I'm just, I haven't thought of it in that way. I think it's very good. Very good. Um, yes. the Yisrael,
1: just, said, they thought they were being yiddish yiddishkeit. The children became conservative. The grandchildren intermarried. And um, the issue was... I
0: guess the only thing I don't, don't know about... Again, we talked here about Belkin and Soloveitchik before, and 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 here, although the eras doesn't exactly match, but we have Saul Silver and 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 and. um
1: and, and Silver Rege- Silver is more or less. Yeah, Silver and Revel.
0: and and Reagan. Right,
1: so Revel would never have encouraged... I don't. There were you know, obviously you took mixed pulpits, but there was it was a small minority, and it was not encouraged.
0: Well, okay, one second. Let's just talk about our Regensburg for a minute. Um, the author of, unfortunately, the only work of significance that we have from him, I believe, is the Mishmeres Chaim, which is a collection of articles that he wrote. I have heard from Rav Herschler and others that he was a very big person in terms of learning. That he was a he had a, a seichel ayosher. He understood things very very well. He was a Lamdin. I know that, of course, he was the son-in-law of the Lamchagoyin, right and you and I had a role in um, being mafarsim xaviad uh, from the Lomzergoyn. Well, we have such a long history together; it's frightening, right? From that we found in the archives of the Great yeah. Saul Silber Library. Um, so, you believe Regensburg was was an active
1: participant? Yeah, he's the one who they regarded as the the one the traditional rabbis and office of the world. they the one. He's the one who gave them the kushpanka and said. Go ahead, take the mixed pulpits.
0: Okay, now, the rov, we talked about before in glowing, in a glowing fashion. Also, I heard this from Rukadalia Schwartz, personally, that the rov would tell, Rav, which was, you've got I think... Five years. Five years to get... You can take the job with the Orthodox, with the smicha, and you have this Tufa to be able to get the yeah. mechitzim. Now... I right. mentioned
1: actually, the Lutava, my, my tombeck, who was the rabbi in Skokie Valley, and he left because after a certain amount of time they refused to put in mechitza.
0: Yeah. I, I I think I was the candidate for that job after he left. By the way, eventually I was, they
1: put in the mechitza. I, I don't know what happened. No, no, they,
0: they never. They now do have a mechitza now. They do have a mechitza upstairs now because they have now become part of the uh, of Choveve. They have a Choveve Road. Uh huh. So. Anyway, the point I'm trying to make is is that the rub also played with a little bit of uh, fast and loose with the realities of the the, world outside of the Hudson River, and he realized that you might be you
1: might. But but he's also maybe, but he's also one who who you know in the sanctity of the synagogue, he took the position and he's the, the, the famous position he took, which was the conservative conservatives hated him for this, hated him that he said it's better not to go to shul and Rosh Hashanah than to go and hear the shoif in, in a traditional synagogue, in a, in a synagogue without a mechitza. And they, he, they hated him because they knew as a brisker that made no sense. Because in long, this is a the rice This is a minug And how can he possibly say such a thing? But the Rav said that he took a stance and that nobody, nobody in Skokie have ever taken such a stance.
0: But I, again, I'm going to give Rav Regensberg the same... Um, Hatzdoka, that he was saying you can take this and you should try to be mashpia because yeah.
1: uh, they were met one year. I think it was just before I came, you were probably there already. They honored the rabbi from Denver later, or something or other. Forgot his name,
0: Le- Laterman. Yes, yes, yes. Laterman, later. the
1: guy who went to Denver and took the machitza out.
0: Look, the the I think if we would do you're now opening up another box. If we would take Same a look,
1: Pandora's box, <laughs> wait, wait,
0: if we would open up all the um. The, the dinners that honored Roshoyim, Noyafim, uh, Menadvim that, that were found later to be the, the worst people, and even Mishas Maisa. come on. We all know that, that, that there's always been this, this other hand of the yeshiva money-making institution that have, have been Geferwach, right? And I'm sure in, 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 the, in, in the yeshiva university and in Skokie, it was that way. What was interesting was, of course, that the yeshiva wanted us to show up there. And uh, I have to tell you, by the way, that Rabbi Laterman's nephew attended that uh, dinner, and his nephew was the famous uh, Chicago film critic for the Chicago uh, Tribune, uh, Gene Siskel. Oh yeah, yeah. So Gene, <laughs> Gene Siskel was at the table. So Gene Siskel was at the table with all the Laterman. I was there. <clears throat> with all the Koylo chevra. and I was and say, so, oh, there's Gene Siskel there from you know from sneak previews or whatever the, the show was at that time on PBS, where he and um, and Roger Ebert would, would 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 clash uh, so wonderfully about films. And I was we we're looking at him, and he I want to tell you he he made sure not to look up from his plate. He did not look at any of us. He didn't. He was extremely like he was on the show, a very cold. Fellow, in a way, but I remember Gene Sisko being there, and I remember Rabbi Lederman's speech when he said that. that I want to thank my nephew Gene Sisko, who came especially here uh, for this for this thing. Look, um, Skokie has. We were not even going to talk about the the fact that these rabbanim ended up basically um, uh, in a gangster like hold over the Chicago Rabbinical Council. And right,
1: I was going to mention that. Yeah. Right.
0: And, and then what happened was that the, the they weren't able.
1: To How many even, years did it take for Shkharubin comes to become a actually a trusted hector? It was a tremendous, tremendous amount of years, a tremendous avoda.
0: Well, when I got there the the uh, the, the, the in nineteen eighty six, uh, people because of the CRCs, not so much that they're hashkochas, they had they weren't they didn't think they were right. The Asian because so many of the people whose names were on the letterhead were these traditional rabbis, and rabbis, as you know, that were part of a Geyrus factory, and that the uh, Rabbonim there, all musmachim of, of HTC, proud Musmochem of HTC, basically allowed many uh, non-Jews to easily join Klaal Yisrael as Geirim Gerurim. And because of that, the yeshiva, the yeshiva, as it was known, really uh, earned itself by the time there was a religious resurgence uh, post-1967 in the 70s and 80s where Frumkite started to to, to to develop again in Chicago. They looked at the yeshiva as really a remnant of something that was calcified and that needed to be uh, to be rebooted completely. When we were brought in, when I came, I was part of the reboot originally as the Kailuk you were brought in because one of the o oh, one of the richest and most important board members happened to hear you um uh hold forth on shrewist night um, and because of that uh he was insistent that you would be one of the white knights that could help save the yeshiva and bring it back to to prominence and uh and, he, and we know of course how that happened i mean uh, of course we have to be we have to be thankful to uh saul Bellow's nephew for. Bringing us together in such a way. I, I think Saul Bellow himself, his uncle, would have been, we could have, we could have regaled him with, a new, <clears throat> with some new stories that he could have created a new fiction out of it. The place is open to be lampooned. And unfortunately, uh, it's still a revolving door. Turo, of course, uh, Alan Kadish and company have um, uh, a successful merger
1: occurred. What's um, successful? Let's, uh, Base manager driven to the ground. I think maybe the TI is successful. I think they really couldn't care. My, my, my impression is that HTC didn't matter to them, it was TI that they wanted. And uh, HTC actually uh, now has, I think, 4th medium in the base measures.
0: Wow. That's that's about, at least when we were there, there was about 20 or something like that, 25. Yeah, 30, yeah. 30, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and many of them, of course, we're still very close to, and people that we were able to to build the cash. So I, look, I look, I have to be. You know, I'm I'm old enough now that I have to be Maker It was a place that basically um, did not know how to recognize talent, uh, was disloyal uh to many of their Rabayum. Um, and so many people passed through there um and, and 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 came out very bitter, definitely in terms of proportionate to YU even though I'm sure there are people that will tell you you with stories of how terrible their experience as, as teaching in YU was, I would say that the proportionate amount of dissatisfied people, in Rabbeim and Rabonim, um, is probably extremely high in HTC. And a lot of it, I think, has to do with, I, I'm not going to put it at Regensburg's feet, but I will say that they had a much harder time defining what they were about, what their identity was. But it's interesting that I still believe there is a need for a Midwest option uh, to what we have here in the Northeast. There still is something there um, for students. And it's not just even though we're very fluid that we can travel, don't you believe so? Don't you believe that there's that 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 there's still a vacuum that can be filled by a play? I mean, that was the idea that people people couldn't travel, people like Laterman. To go from, you know, wherever he came from, from Omaha, from Denver, it would seem to be natural. Oh, I can't go to the big city. I'm not a big city mentality. I'm going to go to Chicago. That was the idea. Um, yeah, those days are passed. You think that people are so fluid today in terms of their traveling, it yeah. really doesn't make a difference. Yeah, it doesn't make a difference anymore. So you think the raison d'etre of having that place is is perhaps not even... Yeah,
1: but the whole Chicago has shifted. I mean, Chicago is now... The to Lake of Kolo tell, tells yeshiva, the surrounding institutions, and uh, the, and, um, uh, the, uh, their, the modern, more modern part, I think, is, is I think significantly to the left of uh, where Skokie Yeshiva happens to be today. Not that they've ever defined themselves as anything, but de facto, where, where Skokie Yeshiva is, they're competing in a very narrow space with many other oh. institutions, but more to the right of that Hevra. Uh, I, I think we should
0: clo- I think we should close at least with some positives about this. why because I, I'll tell you why not because I'm scared because I'm not scared of anything here's the thing they don't employ me anymore so i'm not scared but I think they have because they have, have real forsky okay, I was going to mention him as well, and we've talked about him as a, as a but I also want to talk about the fact that they have um but again Rukhaim, if there's only going to be two people. Who's getting smicha, right? And, okay. They also have, uh, uh, they, and I know that they are retiring, uh, Rav R- R- Hanoch Friedman's younger brother, Rav Avram Friedman. And Rav Avram Friedman is a fine, fine Talmud Chocham, an Oyev Yisrael, a Gishmakil, who is a, a person who's a, who has Avas Kamoyu, a person who loves Lumbus and has infected so many Bokhrim with that sort of Ava, and I think that he is, again, the fact that they gave him Parnosa and they made him Rosh Hashiva. That is, you have to give them a, you have to give them credit for being Mechazik, a wonderful person. There's also a world class lamdan who's there, Rabbi Uncle Sussman. I had the schuz to, to learn with him um, and 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 have a very big Kesher with him in learning. Um, he has been the Rosh Hashiva and um, one of the Rosh and now he's now I think a Rebbe in the high school. Um, a, a book or well, so if yeah. we're
1: mentioning names, We might as well mention of, of a close comment of both of ourselves. That's
0: what I was going to say. Okay, Rav Ge- Gershon, Elias no. Mayor,
1: uh, by Arnold Kardash.
0: Okay, Rav Aaron is a, again,
1: he, he's had a job in Skokie, for many years.
0: Yes, Rav has has and he is
1: good for the boys, he's very good for those boys. Rav
0: a wonderful person, but I was going to mention also the talmidim. Now, again, how many of them where a product would have been who they were without Skokie or not. But again, I would say the two that were my students that I taught, that I studied with when they came back, that I feel in a way, again, a, a connection to wherever they have grown and become, of course, is Diane Rav Gersh who is, is so important now in the um, the business. I take
1: equal credit with you. Go
0: ahead. The Business Aloha Institute. Um, and he is doing incredible work uh, online in writing and, and, cool. and, uh, yearbook year of B'Yisrael, Dayonim, a Dayan who is Mamish, Mosan no who's a person who thinks and understands Makairis, a Masmid, and a wonderful, wonderful, uh, person that's who kids to tell us what
1: that's, that's his kids to tell us. Of course,
0: he wouldn't send them to Skokie, but I understand, <laughs> okay. and then also. Uh, uh, someone who was a, a, a pure product of, 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 of the yeshiva, of uh, Meir Merlis, who uh, is a machaber of Shari Tahara, who also, Svarim uh, Anida, and other in Yonim and Shas, and is also a, one of the key editors of the new Mishnah project. He also they, has the
1: unusual, I think he has a shul now in Beit Shemesh
0: also. Deservingly so. If a, yeah. a person could come. To, 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 to the avos the gishmak and learning, the ability to to be machadish and look for uh, the proper way to analyze and understand things, but still, both of these boys have an out of town, and they're obviously men now, grandparents uh, making yeah. asanas but they are boys who are who have who have an anivus that comes from out of town, and I don't know. Again, they could have maybe you know gone to their yeshiva career sort of outside of um, uh, Chicago but I see both of them as reflective of the, those out-of-town uh, credit the out-of-town sensibilities that have given them such a great yard and being mashpia in Beit Shemesh and in, 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 in the young Israel of Skokie and other places so Skokie has- I, I don't
1: disagree this with you and I take equal credit for both of them with you but uh, you know, I think more reflective of what Skokie produced is um, because obviously they grew, you know, well beyond Skokie were the Ginsburg boys, Mordecai and Ellie Ginsburg. Now,
0: okay, boys. well, they okay. Now they, of course, are more than that's just
1: a, that's Skokie royalty.
0: Okay, because they were actually rel- they were related to the, the chancellor. They also came from Hill Torah from from day one. Their father was, of course, on the board and was a person who, Coleman, who I have the greatest, greatest coven for as, yeah. as, 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 as yeah. a, a Yorish Amayim and a person yeah. who, was a, who was an Adela, a Balabos, mm-hmm. and I'm very close with all of them. Obviously, um, again, the, I, I think part of the reason why um, and, and they both are, 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 are contributing, one, I think, in the South Bend community as a uh, Magad Shir, and the other is the head of one of the most important institutions in the Northeast, which is the head of, of, of the Beis Yaakov of Queens, the Queens of Beis Yaakov for girls. Uh, he took over the post that was held by for 50 years by Rav Newman, so Rav Mordechai Ginsberg. Both of those boys uh, are, again, wonderful products of the yeshiva, and again, they are clearly... I don't think Ellie in particular, or Morty, um, would have grown in the way they did.
1: Derek, yes. I'm asking. I'm asking. On those two, yes. 1st
0: of two, I'm not first, sure. Right. And look, I think that despite how bitter we are, we only want what's close with this. We only well,
1: want- Well, right. these are people in which we had a spa.
0: Of course, we wanted to be- Right. right. And, left and, left we to, and we also want- And we love these institutions to, to, to get to the greatest- uh, I guess, the greatest plateau that they could and, and maybe, right, and to be institutions, beacons of, of, of Torah. All right, that's about it, my friends. Take care. We shall, miss Hashem, catch you uh, next time. Be well. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.